This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by user Valkadin from r slash erotica. The title of this post is Streamer Turned Slave. Sit back and enjoy the story. I awoke to utter darkness, head pounding with the fury of a tribal drummer. My limbs felt stiff. The sweltering heat of wherever I was making the feeling exponentially worse. I tried shifting to my side, relive some of the tenseness. Only when I did had my senses flooded back to me, screaming loudly, I flailed about. My wrists were tied behind my back with what felt like tape, mouth full of some foul-tasting rag, most likely a sock, and my ankles crisscrossed and unable to move. I kicked out, hitting metal, and subsequently answering a couple of other questions. Somehow I'd been thrown in a tight trunk of a car. Oncoming traffic zoomed past the vehicle someone trapped me in, completely unaware. With great difficulty, I tried to sort out the fog that was my thoughts. Hazy pictures of streaming another night of games, with my friends followed quickly after what felt like a fight with my parents. Nothing hinted at how I got in this car, bound, gagged and utterly helpless. The thought made me scream, all the louder, the foul taste getting worse with my mouth beginning to get wetter with fresh drool. For what felt like an eternity, I struggled, thrashing and kicking at the confines of my prison. I sweated profusely, tiring myself out quickly. My thoughts drifted towards the last thing I remembered. I was playing a game, streaming it and laughing with friends. I think Kylie and Jessica were there, but the fog was too thick, mine still a mess. With a sudden jerk. The car came to a stop. Momentum propelled me forward, until I crashed into the roof of the trunk. It seconds for me to recover, hearing boot steps on gravel. Blasts of light greeted me so harshly, I had to close my eyes to avoid the strain. A couple of blinks later, I could see clearly. Outside, peering down at me, was a man by the way he was built. A loose-fitting button-down shirt covered the broad chest. My eyes slid upward to find his face mostly obscured under oversized sunglasses and a baseball cap. There was a fivy o'clock shadow to his face, but I couldn't make out much else before he hoisted me out of the trunk, throwing me onto his shoulder. Raging, I tried and failed to wiggle free. My efforts only earned me a stinging slap to my ass. Thankfully, I was still clothed in jeans and a tank top, though socks and shoes had been forgotten. Likely I was taken from my home. Maybe just before I went to bed, oblivious to my surroundings, I dipped back into my mind, searching for some clue or hint. That was until he threw me on the couch, like a brute treated a kidnapped maiden. That thought alone darkened my thoughts, fear washing over the rage and drowning it. He left me on the couch, stunned that I didn't even realize when he returned with rope and several rolls of duct tape. I gave him a seething look as he set everything on top of me. His lips curved into a sinister grin. The way he looked at me, even with the sunglasses and baseball cap, I could tell his eyes radiated lust. I wasn't much to look at, but I was unanimously described as young, pretty, and sweet. Narrow hips, noticeable breasts, made all the more pronounced by a push-up bra from the local Victoria's Secret Shop, long raven black hair that tickled the small of my back. A slim belly made up the entire attractive package that was me. You're smaller than I expected you to be. My kidnapper spoke. His voice was gravelly, grating my ears like fingernails dragged along a chalkboard. Despite the agitation it brought me, there was a hint of smokiness to his voice, something sexually pleasing to me. I tried snarling behind my gag, 
not willing to be some pathetic damsel. His brows in silent challenge. So I sprung out my bound legs, aiming right for his crotch. I wasn't exactly nimble, in nakedness and tied up like a worm, forcing my strike to be too slow. Catching my legs was like child's play for him, and he just laughed at my attempt at resistance. With unexpected strength, he threw my legs against the back of the couch and left to go into another room. I watched as he went, surprised that when he came back a few seconds later he had with him a tripod. Fear nestled its way into my belly, as he also brought a camera with him. Well, Rose, you're a streamer after all. Just now, you're going to be putting on different kinds of streams, for me and who lot more perverted old men. I pleaded from behind my gag, begging him not to do this. Fitting into the typical damsel role, I squirmed and fought as I wailed pleas that fell on deaf ears. He set up the camera quickly, turning on a laptop he seemed to have stashed in a backpack I didn't notice before. Once the laptop was set up, he placed it on the coffee table directly in front of me. Without my glasses, I couldn't make out the small lettering, but enough of the sight told me it was a place for sex shows. My captor returned to the camera, positioning it just right to have me in its full view. I froze like a deer in the headlights, as the screen on the laptop shifted, showing a copy of me bundled up on the couch in my very revealing clothes. I finally got a perfect view of how I looked, and while it was certainly sexy, I didn't like the idea of being sexy for a bunch of men who would be masturbating their ugly cocks on the other side of the screen. A chat on the right side started to flow, but without my glasses I had no way of telling what was being said. Hello gents, my kidnapper, announced. I promised you all an exciting show today, and when have I ever disappointed? Just a few hours ago I picked up this cute, little thing and brought her back to my place. This first show, of course, will be free but every performance after will be a fair price. Let's begin shall we? He was at my side in a flash, scooping me up and saddling me back in his lap. He unbuttoned my jeans and pulled them down to about mid-thigh, exposing the seafoam green panties underneath. From behind the couch we were sitting on, he grabbed a large wand vibrator. My eyes went wide seeing it. I shook my head, pleading no with my eyes. Leaning in close to my ear, I could feel the heat of his breath tickling my ear. Everyone here thinks this is consensual. An act. I've done plenty of shows that they trust you're a willing actress, Rose. Beg for their help all you want. They won't believe it's anything more than a show. Let's put on a good one for them. He pulled away after his bone-chilling warning or comment or whatever the point of that was. Our little cutie here has decided to show us just how appreciative she'll be of future donations with this free experience by coming like a bound slut should. The vibrator was put on max, and he made a point of showing the crowd as he dragged down my panties and brought the toy in closer to my pussy. I wiggled, desperately trying to get away, though to the audience it would look like just a desperate attempt to add some flair. Whining loudly. I tried to get away from the slowly approaching head that was buzzing away like a hive of bees. But the moment it met my core I exploded into a fit of screams and moans. My sounds were a symphony that would bring any man's cock to attention, and I could even feel my captors stiffening behind me. He wasn't content to just leave the toy vibrating against my core. No, he moved it up and down my slit, pulling more reactions from me. My body was heating up and I felt the humiliation mixing into raw pleasure inside of me. The brute even had the audacity to press the head hard against my clit while two of his fingers spread apart my pussy lips and doven like I wanted him to. In seconds he found that sweet spot, brushing it by gently while the toy continued to break apart my mind. I was already getting so close to the edge. I pushed the despair, 
and kneed down with all my might, forcing it not to come to above the surface. Much to my despair, the man was good. His fingers played me like an instrument, until my consciousness was cracking in two. Suddenly, he pulled away the toy and took out his fingers. Look at that. She's already so close and wet and we've barely even gotten started. What a slut, am I right? The chat was flooded with a spam of messages. So many that I thought even with my glasses, I wouldn't be able to keep up with what was being said. Wiggling again in the man's lap, this time had nothing to do with wanting escape. I wanted his fingers and the toy back. I wanted, no, needed, to come. Every part of me was aching for that release. I was so well acquainted with. I whined and whimpered, rubbing my ass in his crotch. When he laughed, I felt it like shadowy claws scraping at my neck. I think she wants to come. Should we let her guys? My captor said, then barking out a laugh. I whined behind my gag, pleading for the chat to let me come. It frustrated me that I didn't know what was being said, only that I was a show for these perverted viewers. Putting as much into it as I could, I did what I thought they wanted to see. I was rewarded with probing fingers into my pussy, but I also felt the heated breath of my captor again on my neck. You keep squirming like that, and we'll give them a proper show of a slut getting fucked, he whispered. There was nothing faked about the way, I cringed, but at least the vibrator was back. The crowd must have wanted to see me come as my captor doubled his efforts, until I was a mess on his fingers. I came with such force that my body still shook long after the shock waves passed. The monster held me down for another few orgasms before I blacked out. When I awoke, I was alone in a dark room, feeling the soreness of unwanted orgasms as I laid on a surprisingly comfortable mattress. Practically naked, my bindings seemed to have been removed, leaving me with only a collar around my neck. I gave it a tug to find it was leashed to something hard, impossible to make out in the dark. I just assumed it was tied to a hook on the wall. Moments passed, and the door's lock seemed to jiggle and unlock. He came in with a bag of gummy candies, some ointment and a fold-up chair. It was an odd combination of items, but I said nothing as the light trickled in from the dimly lit hallway. He hasn't changed out of the clothes. He took me in but removed the sunglasses and hat, exposing the crystal blue eyes and scruffy brown hair. To my surprise, I found him charming in a roguish sort of way. He took a seat in his fold-up chair and tossed the can of ointment to me. For a time, he watched me, plucking out one gummy bear at a time. Never once did his eyes leave me, and I felt very self-conscious, raising my hands to cover my now-exposed chest. Not going to ask anything. He finally asked, where am I? One of my remote cabins. I used to do shoots up here when I was legit. Now it's a place to stash slaves like you. Hope sank and rotted in the depths of my mind. You're not going to let me go, are you? Afraid not, Rose. Two years of service is usually how long I keep girls for. There's a couple vets here in the dungeon, but you won't see them and they won't see you. I like to keep you all from getting any funny ideas. A servant will be down here tomorrow morning to bathe and feed you. Misbehave and, well, you probably don't want to know. And after the two years, I asked, terrified he would kill me after I was of no value to him. I have buyers in the Far East that pay top dollar for young pretty girls. You'll be sold to one of them. Some are nice, others are sadists. I don't really care who you end up with so long as they pay top dollar. Best of luck to you there. W what are you going to make me do? Bluntly, I'm going to fuck you, beat you, whip you, mark you, anything really that will rake me in more money. You'll be gagged and bound every time we do a show. 
I've had plenty of girls think they could outsmart me. So again, don't bother or I can make the next two years miserable for you. Tears blurred my eyes more, so than my lack of glasses. Taking stock of my situation, we both fell back into a silence of sorts. He ate his candy while I sobbed into the mattress. Seconds turned to minutes, and nothing more had been said between us. What more was there that I could ask? Nothing I wanted to know he would tell me. It was some time later that he folded up his chair, having finished the bag of gummies, and made to leave. He stopped at the threshold, turning to look at me over his shoulder as his mouth turned up into a grin. I've had my eye on you for some time, Rose. Helix will be sad we can't be your moderators anymore. My eyes went wide as a doe as he slammed the door shut and flung the locks back into place. Everything was bad enough already but to know. The person I trusted the most in my online circle of friends was my captor. The guy who comforted me when I got dumped, took me hostage and forced me to come on camera in front of a live audience. The man who gave me strength. When depression racked my will to keep streaming had just chained me in a dark room and locked me away. Kyle was my kidnapper. 